All right, today on the show, we recap the weekend that was and how I managed to get pictures with all the ring car girls at every MMA event. I then proceed to make our guest, Kathy Natsky from Paul's Party Cry, which I am not proud of, but it really was a heartwarming moment for sure. And then Sarah's News dives deeper into the world of fast food. But first, let me tell you about NextWave. Yeah, NextWave Services is a website design company that provides high-quality website design and maintenance work for businesses at a flat rate. NextWave was born from the idea that everybody needs access to seamless, reliable, and professional website design and maintenance service on a consistent basis. NextWave believes that their excellent track record of repeat business is proof of their commitment to delivering first-class service all of the time. You can get a free website consultation when you check them out online at nextwaveservices.com. Founded way back in 1998, which was way before smartphones. That's right. It's Next Wave Services. It's time now for the Real Men Eat Plants podcast, your daily deep dive into sports, pop culture, beer, and food, all with a plant-based spin. I'm Dee, and along with news anchor Sarah Carlson, producer Eric Rogers, and the rest, here's a man who always has a plant-based plan before leaving the house, Rich Reynolds. Well, hello, hello, and welcome on into the Real Men Eat Plants podcast. It is the Monday edition of the show and i got a trophy to show off for those of you that are going to be watching on youtube in just a little bit i got it moments before the show started i'm so excited i'm also wearing my mark grace cubs jersey because the cubs took two out of three from the dirty brewers over the weekend and have knocked the brewers to five games out uh, in the nl central we, we were waving the w all weekend long eric <laughs> <laughs> We, I'm going to remember the day that you didn't, and that way you can <laughs> fly the hell that day. <laughs> we, exactly. We are joined, as always, by the lovely and talented Sarah Carlson and uh-huh. the recently restyled Eric Rogers, fresh off of a $60 haircut over the weekend. You can find I'm telling him. you, the people in L.A. probably do not. They're like, oh, $60. Is that it? Is that, that's cheap. <laughs> what is that? Cost cutters? Cheap. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It, it all depends on where you live. In Wisconsin, you're shelling out some buckage at 60 bucks for a haircut although women for a men's haircut, for a men's haircut. i was just gonna say women's haircuts are pretty pricey aren't they sarah it's yes it's not all about the haircut i suppose but i have to get highlights i don't have to choosing color and highlights and trims and it can no, run you have to it's your thing it's your style like you have to it's i do now. Yeah. yeah and i'm actually just booked for a couple weeks from now and it is going to cost me a lot more than a hundred dollars yeah see but women only get their hair done like what like a few times a year no, right? no. Most How women often? go more more frequently. Yeah. Really? I, mean, I don't go as often because my hair is naturally dark blonde, so it wouldn't look super funky. But a lot of women have to go every six weeks, six, eight weeks, just like you. Wow. No, I go like every three yeah. to four weeks. Otherwise, my hair just uh, I mean, that's a like when mess. they tell you you need to floss every day. It's more of a suggestion. I right. Think. <laughs> 
You can find him at Eric I Rogers floss Brad. Every day. I can't not floss every day. Yeah, you guys have some nice teeth. I'm very jealous. My parents, by the way, and you can find Sarah at New Sarah, and you can find me at RMEP Rich. My teeth have taken a turn for the worse lately, and it was all because of way back when I was like a, I don't know, a 10-year-old. They told my parents to get me braces, and my parents never got me any braces. And wow. it, it didn't seem to matter until I was, like, 40. Then all of these things started spacing out. Now I got, like, one rogue Steve Buscemi tooth that I'm going to have to do something about here. Ooh, I mean, nice. he, yeah, he eventually did something about it. I'm going to have to do that now, too, and go get, like, an implant or some crap like that. So, yeah, I do the I do the water pick thing and the floss thing and brush it. My whole dental routine takes, like, a half a freaking hour to get through, but it gets done, and I still got that one rogue tooth. And, but um, it's never too late. It's, it's never too late. John got that Invisalign thing in his 40s. Really? It's super expensive, Waited his whole though, life. isn't it? Isn't it pricey? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty expensive. I don't know. So I'm well, it's not your that much more ex- that. expensive yes. than braces, depending on how many times your uh, teenager loses their retainer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so Just anyways, speaking from hmm. experience. Exactly. I, moments before we went on the air, my wife came in. She was worried she was going to disrupt the show. She handed me a package, and it is a beautiful trophy with like a wooden base and gold trim, and it's a golden football on a tee congratulating me for being back-to-back champions in my uh, my fantasy football league. So I've actually made it to the Fantasy Bowl three years in a row and have won the last two after not making the playoffs for like 10 straight years. We got like 16 teams in the league. It's really hard and only like – uh, I think it's a total of six teams end up making the playoffs every year. So it's not that easy. So I'm pretty proud of this and feeling pretty good about that. And I was feeling pretty down before the show started today. I started a new routine up. I don't know if you guys know this. And I don't think a lot of people know, except people that are around me like every day. And you guys were around me every day, but you haven't seen me since when? When did we meet? Wasn't that like back in June sometime? June or early Delta Beer Labs. It was in June because then we ended up doing the episode zero like two weeks after that. So it had to be like around mid June or something. Yeah. Well, then I was walking fine. And a little bit after we met, I ended up breaking my big toe. And so I've been hobbled, and there's nothing you could do about it, which is which is just Didn't wonderful. You do that by before? the way, I thought you broke your toe before in the past. So I I have I got a problem with my toes, and I don't know what the hell it is. Okay, but I I got I got bad toes, and I broke my big toe, and I don't even know how. It's not like there was a specific incident where I you know accidentally wow. kicked something or stubbed something or whatever. I don't know. I woke up one day, and the thing with my whole foot was swollen like a balloon turns out that i have a a fracture in my big toe it's going away now i can like kind of bend it and move it around and and the foot's not quite as swollen Uh, but really it's putting me out for the last couple of weeks and so what i've done which is kind of a bad thing to do um, and vegans can do this just so you know um there's a ton of vegan junk food guys um, potato chips <laughs> and Oreos. And um, I turned to vegan junk food to comfort myself. And I put on some weight <laughs> over the last couple of months that I'm not all that proud of. So today I started a routine bench. I was at the gym this morning and I'm only eating whole food plant-based stuff. And I'm only doing it from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. as my open window of eating. 
And then after that, I'm not eating. So it's 16 hours of not eating and then eight hours of eating. And all this stuff works really well, but the first couple of days are really kind of hard to get through, especially because yesterday I kind of blew it out and decided, well, before I do this fasting, I'm going to drink like 10 beers and go to a concert and all of that kind of stuff. So I had myself so a crazy ass weekend. You're describing you're a bit hangry. This is, a this little is bit. something I'm familiar yeah. with. Yeah, yeah this, <laughs> is, this is like all together, you know, so, so my weekend I had um, – uh, pure fighting championships. I got to do ring announcing over the weekend. Actually, it's cage announcing for MMA fights. Oh, cool. And did that in Milwaukee, and that was a whole lot of fun. And they had a sold-out crowd. It was hot as hell in there, but always um, a lot of fun. The people that were the luckiest were the ring card girls, the girls that go in with the <laughs> cards in between. And, and, and they tell you it's round one, two, or three because um, they were wearing almost nothing. And so they were probably the most comfortable in that setting out of anybody because it really we were sweating balls. I thought you were um, trying to time. talk yourself up and say that uh, they were lucky because they got a picture with you. They were lucky to get a picture with me. And, you know, it, it's always so funny because when I started, so every time I do ring announcing or we do chosen few, like I do play-by-play uh, play, uh, for the MMA on TV as well. And every time, like I, I try to get as many pictures with people as possible, but I'm really bad at it, and I'm usually pretty busy. You never forget the ring girls, though. But I never you forget the ring girls. always time for that. <laughs> well, and it used to be I would have to go up to them. Now they go up to me for the picture uh, as well. Oh. They're like, yeah. So that's always kind of flattering. But I noticed, All right. yeah, I noticed on Saturday when, you know, my normal jacket that I get into for ring announcing. And by the way, it's like a, a crushed red velvet one that I like to wear. I, I mostly wear it because the girls like to touch it. You know, they'll that's, like just come up thinking. to you and start. Yeah. And start rubbing it. It's like, OK, your wife's going to hit you over the head with that trophy. My wife way. knows. Careful. Yeah. She also knows that I would never do anything. Um, but anyways, it, and it's not because I'm that much in love with her. It's because now you got to start remembering a bunch of lies and you got to spend money and there's a lot of extra energy. Cheating is <laughs> way too hard, man. I, I can't do all of that. So um, but I noticed with the jacket. When I was buttoning the jacket, I'm like, uh-oh, this is getting a little tight right now. So today started the whole new routine, and hopefully you'll be able to chart my progress as we go along, and I'll be able to lose uh, a whole bunch of weight, which I'm sure that I will. So anyways, um, my Monday is starting off kind of crappy. I did task you guys out last week to have fun on your weekends because last weekend's <laughs> update was just totally boring from your guys's end. So, okay, I did cage announcing. I went to a concert. I got drunk. I had uh, ring girls hanging all over me. What else is going on with you guys? You guys are going to have to pick me up today. I'm, I'm going to go second to like, because I feel like Sarah is going to help bring this all together as like a, a, a fun weekend sandwich because mine was like probably more tame. And fun for me is going watching football, watching baseball. Uh, I got the haircut, as we talked about. I went to the dentist, and I wow. worked out. It's just like the I mean, dentist and a really haircut. Like, Man, the the yeah. haircut's like the highlight of the weekend. I mean, I, I, it's been a little while since I got the weekend workouts in, so that was always that's always good and rich. I mean, I got to pass to the gym. It's usually not crowded, so if you want to get that routine going. There we go. <laughs> Come over to the high school. <laughs> I was doing it today. I was in there lifting, and I was on the elliptical. Because I don't know. I, I can't oh really gosh. run. And yeah, so dude, that I, ten to six window has got to be rough. 
Nah, that's I've I've done it before, and it's actually really good for you, and it's like good for me especially to stop eating at six o'clock. Because what I'll do then, now that my son's back at home for a while, like I'll go down there, you know, he's playing Madden, or I'll I'll throw on Madden or something like that, or we'll start watching something like oh, we watched She Hulk. Was that last night? Have you guys seen Uh, She Hulk yet? I actually just saw that as well. It was kind of like basically just Shrek. It was kind of awful, is what it was. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe. Now Marvel usually puts out a pretty good like like show. She Hulk was just bad. I didn't know what the hell I was watching. It was it. It was mostly animated stuff, right? I mean, no, it was stupid because like, all right, so Hulk takes so long to get accustomed to being able to balance this life of like, all right, am I Bruce Banner? Am I the Hulk? And like controlling yeah. that, and then the very first episode. She-Hulk gets, like, turns into Hulk, and then it's just all of a sudden like, oh, look at this. I can be Hulk and be totally controlled. It's like, all right, that's not believable. I was trying to explain that to my son, though. Hold on. Hold on. I was trying to explain that to my son. Okay. Women, I believe, are better at compartmentalizing things than men are. Okay? So so here would be my thing. So women break Mm -hmm. up with a guy. Now, it's been proven it takes guys way longer to get over it than it does for women. Women can compartmentalize and just kind of shut you out of their lives and cut you off. And Which they is move on funny. to the next thing. Emotionally, yeah. they can compartmentalize. Yes. Life other outside of that, no. Not as well. What do you mean? Okay. I don't you're, know. Yeah, I you're going like, to have to cite an example no, like, on that one. I feel like um, it was described to me once that women are more like their mind is more like spaghetti like it's a big it's a pile of different thoughts and everything i'm not saying it's a bad thing i'm just saying women think differently they have a lot of different thoughts going on in their head whereas guys are more like all right i'm gonna walk into this door have this thought okay i'm done with that thought let's move in like i wouldn't say spaghetti because spaghetti is not very organized i think we can juggle lots of things at the same time yeah women can my wife can i can't yeah I, I can't. It's, yeah. it's one thing at a time for me. That, that's all that I can focus on. That's um, why just, working moms yeah. exist. Yeah, exactly. Because we do everything, right? Speaking of working mom, uh, Sarah Carlson, how was your weekend? We we haven't caught up oh, with you Oh, wow. Yet. Well, I, you know, I can round it out with, uh, I didn't make spaghetti, but we did a vegan bowl. Yeah. Uh, cooking. Okay. Curry, <laughs> right? Excited? Yeah. It was yeah. curry. I, I curried some chickpeas, you know, that was, nice. that was the highlight of my weekend, right. I swear. We watched the end of this series, Blackbird. Have you heard of it? No. I what highly recommend on? it. I had to look it up. It's on Apple TV. Okay. It is the creepiest shit you've ever seen and so good. <laughs> the acting is remarkable. I, I really? still never get used then, to hearing let's that. See. Yeah. And I, I went on a run and and then my mom visited. Wow. How about was, it, boys? Was that part good or bad? Clapping. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I also I also drove my teenage son around a lot because he doesn't drive yet. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just was, exiting the podcast now, realizing how lame yeah, that we actually well, are. You know, I you didn't know? have a plan. Like next weekend, we're really busy. We have all these fun things that we're doing. But this weekend was a, a chill one. John was cleaning out the garage. <laughs> I mean, wow. You want to know more? I mean, great no, weekend. Wow, no, no, great. no, I'm good. Um, I also decided over the weekend. weekend. Yeah, it's something, man. I also decided over this past weekend on the way to Milwaukee to do the uh, cage fighting uh, announcing for, for pure fighting championships. The interstate was closed because there was like a huge downpour and some jackass was on a motorcycle. And that motorcycle ended up causing a pileup accident of some like 10 cars. 
and I thought it was going to be late well to the done. event. It was that bad. I've also decided I no longer want a motorcycle. So it, it kind of hit oh, that good. thing. Yeah, I've wanted one for like the last, I don't know, 15 years, ever since I was watching Sons of Anarchy, which just makes you want to have a motorcycle, especially if you're a dude, I think. I don't know. Like, like being on a motorcycle and running guns and drugs seems pretty fun. So I was thinking maybe I'll get myself a motorcycle, but the wife's been dead set against it. And after I told her about the accident <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Have you ever watched Sons just, of Anarchy? I mean, it just makes you want to ride a bike. I've never had that desire. No matter no? how cool they've portrayed it. It was really cool. It's not even that show for me, but like, it just seems fun. Yeah, it sounds like a fun fun. thing to do. Yeah. So my wife has agreed, though, I can get a scooter, which seems like a really (laughs) that's a fair compromise. (laughs) That seems like a really you're better off substitute, right? And uh, I'm thinking if I want a scooter, though, I want one of those, like, Italian Vespa-looking ones. Oh, you yeah, know? Like, yeah, yeah, those yeah. are, like, those are the coolest My ones. My parents got a scooter when I was in high school. And they didn't – I don't think I drove it. But my Never? parents got a scooter. Nothing yeah. like Rich driving along the, the road going 25 miles an hour. Hey, I tell you what. <laughs> the last time I rode a scooter for a while, so we rented one in Fort Myers Beach when I was 17 years old. And we were staying like like on the beach there. And I was going everywhere with that scooter, like out to uh, Sanibel Island and all over the freaking place. And I tell you what. Girls will actually that wave you down your wife and ask again. for a ride. <laughs> yeah, so so having a scooter is not that bad of a thing. I don't know if it works the same for a fifty-year-old guy that it does for a seventeen-year-old. No, kid. you need a probably boat at this point. Not, yeah, and and the women that are flagging me down for rides probably won't be the same. Uh, but anyways, uh, we have got a lot <laughs> to get to on the program today. <laughs> Kathy from Paul's party is going to be joining us here in just a bit, and Sarah's news and all of that. So stick around to the Real Men Eat Plants podcast as we will bring in Kathy next. All right, I've got something that I think is pretty cool to tell you about right now, and that is our partnership with Paul's Party. That's right. The Real Men Eat Plants podcast has teamed up with Paul's Party, a charity that funds FUN, and that's F-U-N, all capitalized, for kids with physical disabilities. Now, here's how it works. Just go to our website, realmaneatplants.com, and click on the link for our Paul's Party fundraiser. All through the month of August, we are splitting funds 50-50 with this awesome charity. Your contribution of 6 bucks will help pay for the costs of our very fine podcast, as well as raise some serious coin for Paul's party. Now, Paul was a great kid who passed away at the age of 15, but his mom wanted to remember him by having a party on the anniversary of his death to help raise money for local charities. Well, they ended up bringing in over $15,000, and with that, a new 501c3 was born. Paul's party does some amazing events like Paul Palooza, which is Sunday, August the 28th at the beautiful Wisconsin Brewing Company in Verona, Wisconsin. Yeah, there's going to be bands there all day long, great food, and some delicious Wisconsin Brewing Company beer. You got to like that. Now, I would like to present them a big, fat, oversized check with a generous donation courtesy of our podcast subscribers on that day. Again, just go to our podcast page on realmeneatplants.com or click on the link or go even to patreon.com and type Real Men Eat Plants into the search and give today. Thank you so much for your support and a special thanks to Kathy, Paul's mom, 
for making all of this possible. All right, guest time now, and a very special guest that we are bringing in. It is Kathy Natsky, and Kathy is basically the the founder and the driver and the force behind Paul's party that we have talked about here on the program so much, and she was Paul's mom as well. And Kathy, thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your day to stop by and chat with us about Paul's party. Yeah, absolutely. And and if you could, let's let's let everybody know what Paul's party actually is, because it sounds like you are having a party, but I think that's only like part of it, isn't it? That's how the whole thing got started. If you could, yeah, tell us how, how this all came about. So this all came about, um, we started Paul's party as a kindness campaign um, on Paul's first birthday after he passed away. We decided, like, let's do something to bring a little kindness into the world. And um, we kind of loved the name. We called it Paul's Party on Facebook and just did a, you know, social media thing. And we kind of liked the name. And then at the anniversary of his death, we put together Paul Palooza because we decided we wanted to have a little party. And he loved music and he loved hanging out with people. So we did that on the first anniversary of his death and um, accidentally raised a whole bunch of money for um, Skeeter Sled Hockey and Donate Life and Bay Cliff Camp, a camp that he went to. And um, because we raised so much money, we decided that, um, you know, this is something that the world kind of needs. We kind of liked doing it. And um, since we raised so much money, we decided we should do it legally. And uh, we started the 501c3, um, you know, put together a board of directors and just kind of made it official and went from there. And it is on paulsparty.org. And, and sorry, Sarah, I didn't mean to step on you. I know you got a question. I just want to let everybody know. Paulsparty.org is where you would go for that. Sorry, Sarah, go ahead. No, no apologies at all, Kathy. I'm just wondering, um, how much of a need is there still? You're talking about what you were able to do and unexpectedly raise that money and start a nonprofit. How much of a need is there? Um, well, we know, as you know, Paul had spina bifida and so as a family of a child with a disability we we really knew um how difficult it is to find equipment and the equipment that we buy is not like an everyday wheelchair it's not things that insurance covers they're they're things that you know if you had a typical kid you'd go buy him a pair of shoes to compete in track and a hundred dollars later he'd be ready for track with a kid with a disability it takes a five thousand dollar uh investment in wheelchairs and equipment just to get them to try. And, you know, that's kind of a barrier to entry if somebody just wants to try and see if they like it because, you know, most families can't afford that kind of thing. Um, So, you know, you asked how much need there is. There's tons of need. Some kids don't realize that they need it. So that's kind of that's kind of part of the thing that we do, too, is we we kind of build the awareness of look what's available, look what you could be doing. You could be a para-athlete. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, if you could, too, let everybody know about Paul's uh, story a little bit. And, you know, I, I, I don't know if I could do it, you know, because at, as a parent, I, I can't imagine what, what you had to go through. But if you could, tell us about Paul and, and Paul as a kid and, and what kind of a person he was, uh, because he's obviously the inspiration behind all of this. You want to make me cry right away in the beginning? Right. I'm sorry. Time. I didn't... <laughs> And I, I was telling Sarah, but, but before we talked to you, I'm like, I'm going to try to make it through the interview without crying because yeah, I'm yeah, always the one that, that, that does. <laughs> and I, I don't necessarily want to do it to you, but I do want people to know about Paul because it seems like uh, Paul was a, was a pretty special kid, especially to inspire something like this. 
Yeah, he was a great kid. He uh, he never met a sport he didn't want to try. You know, he always he always wanted to try everything. Uh, his sister is an athlete, and um, he just you know every opportunity we gave for him to try something, he's like, oh yeah, I want to do that. So he tried uh, cross country skiing. He tried water skiing. He did basketball. He did sled hockey. Um, he did those, um, what are those, those trust lines, you know, where you the, the go high up on a, on a pole and swing down and just all this, you know, he just, he, he was fearless. He didn't, he didn't think that there was anything he couldn't do. Um, and, uh, it just, and, and he was always friendly. He was always the kid that, um, you know, was waving to people and saying hi. And, and we kind of taught him that early on because as a kid with a disability, people stare at you, right? Like they look at a kid in a wheelchair and they just, they're just always staring. And so we taught him that instead of being, you know, pissy about that, like just wave and say hi. And so he was that kid that said hi to everybody, almost to a fault. <laughs> um, but as a result, you know, uh, you know, he had a lot of friends and he had a lot of people who felt comfortable coming up and talking to him. And, and I think when he was here, he taught a lot of people. Uh, about disability, and so we just think uh, that that's something that is worth continuing. Yeah, and I love that you've been able to take that and turn it into something that is doing so much good for, for so many people. You know, you, you bring up the story about, um, you know, people staring at them, and, and I'm sure that if, if you're in that situation, it's got to be really hard. I've always tried to, to, to tell, tell my kids, I'm like, listen, you know, it's okay if you just go up to them and say hi. You know, you, you could start talking yeah. to them. They're, they're, they're people. It's all right, you know. Um, I, I think a lot of times kids stare and people will stare because it's not like they see someone in a wheelchair every day. It's not. And, and, and they don't know exactly what to do or how to handle it. But isn't it okay just to come up and say, hi, my name is Rich. And, you yeah. know, I, I'd just like to meet you and hear about your story. Isn't that, isn't that something that yeah. seems okay? Yeah, and, and it's okay. It's, it's okay. It's, it's something that we kind of taught him that your attitude kind of defines how people look at you, right? So if they're staring at you and you give them a dirty look or, well, he was too young to flip people off, I hope. But, you know, just get, <laughs> just get all cranky about it. Then people are going to respond to you like that and be like, oh, well, I shouldn't ever talk to anybody in a wheelchair because they're mean. But if you smile at them and say hi, and if you feel like talking to them, you can start the conversation. And, you know, that kind of it kind of starts to break those barriers of, of how people feel about uh, disabilities. Absolutely. You know, you, you talked about the, uh, the the Skeeter sled hockey, and that's really cool. What are some of the other, like, uh, sports equipment and sports out there um, that, that you're helping kids be able to get engaged with? Because it doesn't just stop at, at that Skeeter hockey. So, so, so what else is there that the kids can try? No, we're really proud right now of um, our track initiative, we call it, um, because – Track is something that kids with disabilities can compete on their, on their, with their able-bodied peers on their high school track team and middle school track teams, um, and they get points for it. And they, you know, like it's not that every sport isn't a real sport, but like this is, you know, it's something that you can really do to benefit the, their, um, their, their team. Um, and so we're working to get um, our, our goal is to have a kid in every district. Wow. Uh, it's, it's a lofty goal, but <laughs> because when Paul was competing, he didn't have any other wheeled athletes to compete against until he got to state. Mm -hmm. So he was always just, you know, running against the clock and, right. um, you know, that's not that fun. It's fun to compete against somebody. And, 
and we'd really love to have somebody uh, have a kid in each district so that when they come to other you know to a track meet they'll have other kids to race against or even better yet what if they had you know a couple kids in their own district that they could train together and be on the team together and it's just you know i mean the kids are there they just need to decide that they want to compete and no so. goal is too lofty really that is fantastic that you're doing that so tell us a little bit too about Pulapalooza. i love the name <laughs> and what what do we be doing we're listening to music pretty much is what we're doing we're awesome. listening to music and we're drinking beer and um we're buying raffle tickets for our amazing raffle. Um, we've got uh, we've got five bands this year. It'll be at the Wisconsin Brewing Company okay. on um, August twenty eighth, which is next Sunday. Um, we've got five bands booked. We um, I think the total right now is forty raffle baskets. Um, and and the way we run it is you buy your tickets and you put them in the ones that you want the chance to win, um, so you don't win something that you don't want. Uh, we've got four, four, um, main entree food carts and then four snack food carts. Um, what else? We've got t-shirts, stickers, temporary tattoos. Love uh, it. The boulders climbing wall is coming. So, um, they have, anyone can climb it, including a kid in a wheelchair who can't use his legs at all, his or her legs. Cool. There's, there's adaptations that you can climb. So, Excellent. Yeah, cool. Paul Palooza 2022, Sunday at Wisconsin Brewing Company, August the 28th from 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. And by the way, if you've never been out onto the grounds at Wisconsin Brewing Company in Verona, Wisconsin, fantastic out there. I mean, they got a nice big like, like ground setup, um, perfect for something like this, having bands out there. And they got some fantastic beer as well. So make sure that you do check it out. If you can't go to it, that's fine. You could donate. You can donate on our site, which is uh, realmanyplants.com, and hit, hit that donate slash support button. And then also you can go to paulsparty.org uh, and donate there as well. And one last thing, Kathy, um, that I did at least want to talk about, there's Paul Palooza, and that's 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 like the big bash, but you got other stuff and other events that happen throughout the year as well. So if you could, if you could tell people about some of the other things that you end up doing. We, um, we like to do fundraising that's actually fun we don't want to do fundraisers that people feel obligated to show up at we want we want them to actually want to come and have a good time um and so hence paul palooza and the free live music um but we also do cheese raffles so when we have a kid um we serve the whole state of wisconsin and so when we have a kid that um let's say is from lacrosse and wants to uh compete in track their equipment is five or six thousand dollars, and so we'll do a fundraiser at a local brewery. But again, we want it to be fun, so we do a cheese raffle. And so it's just like a typical, you know, northern Wisconsin meat raffle, but we do it with cheese because it's better. And <laughs> um, we do it in a brewery instead of a tavern because somehow that's kid friendly. Absolutely, know. it, it might is. Be the most yeah, that's the thing I've ever said, but. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is just fine and and cheese by the way vegetarian not vegan um like our own sarah carlson so we like that and then i'm hoping one of these days one of these days maybe a vegan cheese maker can sneak in and you could raffle off some vegan cheese for us weirdos out there as well like me who love their the, their vegan cheese but uh kathy i'm so happy that you decided to join us today i love the mission that you're on i think you've been able to take something obviously that anyone who's a 
parent would know. I mean, it's as tragic as can be and turn it into something so positive. And what you're doing, I just think is absolutely amazing. So uh, I'm happy that, that we're involved in whatever small way that we are involved in. And again, uh, I ask everybody to go ahead and hit those buttons and donate then as well. And to show up for Paul Palooza 2022 this Sunday, 10 to 6 at Wisconsin Brewing Company. Kathy Natsky, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, time to tell you about Veg Reg. Yeah, VegReg.com helps you find plant-based restaurants and businesses in just one click. And if you are a vegan-friendly business, they can help you get found. If you're searching for healthy, cruelty-free meal options in your local area, Veg Reg is the perfect solution. Another great thing about Veg Reg, they have recipes. And when I say recipes, I mean real recipes. A bacon lover's BLT cookie dough protein bites, penne arrabbiata, now that's the entree and not the character from The Sopranos, and even a vanilla bean, that's vanilla bean, he said, cheesecake, and they are all plant-based. You can also find Spotlight Vegan Businesses and more when you click on over to vegreg.com. I would say tell them that Rich sent you, but you know, it's a website and no one would hear you. That's vegreg.com. Welcome to Shilor Select. The whole system will be ready in a few minutes. Take your seat and enjoy. Everyone has a story that's built on thousands of hows, whys, and whats. Join myself, Chris Sheeler, as I dive into how people live their lives, why they do what they do, and what goes through their mind while they do it. If you love learning and what makes people tick, my podcast, Sheeler Select, has you covered. New episodes every Monday. Find it on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, or just anywhere you get a podcast. She's a mom with vegetables. She's so delectable. The cows and pigs, she set them free. Can't you see? She's a hot chickpea. Veggie stew, just for you. Sit on down, there's these or two. hoping for some good news to help perk me up here today on a Monday. And for that, I will turn to our news pro, Sarah Carlson, hot off a weekend of making a curry bowl and taking a nap. Sarah, take it away. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, you know, we ended last week talking about the slutty vegan. This is a ah, restaurant yeah. chain taking off, hitting it hard and uh, Atlanta and then going to New York City. Now, get this Slutty Vegan has created a dip available at Costco. It's going to be in the Southeast and the Midwest. So, Wisconsin All is going right. to see this. We're included yeah, in that. We're not, we're not in the great white north. We're considered Midwest up here behind the cheddar curtain. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So, this month, right. we're told you can find the vegan spinach artichoke dip at Costco stores. I have to digress for a moment. Costco's current dip, I don't know the brand. Um, it's not slutty, 
but it's not <laughs> vegan, is to die for. It's so good. So I cannot wait to find the slutty one, go slutty with the vegan oh, dip yeah, we got at Costco. <laughs> you know and it's going to be better. Pinky Cole is the uh, uh, chef here. Yes, a cookbook is. coming out in November. Rich, all sorts of positive Just news to Just in your time mind. for the holidays. Well, just in time. And it's called Eat Plants, Bitch. Nice. <laughs> so I love it. Like? Hell yeah. Did you like how that I said perfect. it? That is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Go Sarah. Now Sarah with some what... attitude on that. I needed some. Yes. Yeah. I won't need a nap after either. Eat plants, bitch. <laughs> I love if it. You like you know... artichoke dip, like spinach and artichoke dip, if you had that? Yeah, who doesn't, right? Oh, okay. That's my. It's one of my favorites. I'm excited. All right. By the way, it, it kind of reminds me of of the book here. It's called Thug Kitchen, and I got this one. And so it's called Thug Kitchen. Eat Wait, like you that? give a fuck. Um, oh. Is the actual title of the book. And what it does is like you open up recipes, and it's like you know, crank your oven to 400. Grab a large baking sheet and coat it with a little cooking spray, bitch. Like that's that's what they write. <laughs> <laughs> But they'll be like, yeah, fry, fry that shit up and do, you know, and so, but it, it's all vegan and it's all delicious and it's called Thug huh. Kitchen. They, they've actually changed Hell the yeah. title. This is an older version of the book. I think it's like a couple of years old now. It's now called Bad Manners because I guess you're not allowed to Ooh. use the title Thug Kitchen anymore. It wasn't considered uh, PC enough. So anyways, uh, but I love it. Thug Kitchen, wow. if you ever get to see it or Bad Manners, it's really good. And you know it's good because so I how can is see this paper sticking how is out a of book the with a bunch book. of swear words in it? Like, oh, we better <laughs> change be the name. It's too offensive. You, like, you would think, right? Yeah. That, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't get it either. But they changed the title. It's not Thug Kitchen anymore. But I tell you, the recipes inside are really, really good. There's some good vegan eats in there. So I'm hoping awesome. that Slutty Cole is, uh, or not Slutty Cole, uh, Pinky Cole is doing the same <laughs> thing <laughs> with, 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 what? with the Slutty Vegan. Pinky well, now Cole. she's not coming Pinky. on the show. Pinky, careful, <laughs> careful. Plants, I was just conflating the two. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Pinky. All right. Sorry. Moving on in the news world. Now, it seems like fast food chains are a popular topic these days, but we have another one. Quick to make headlines. Burger King, one of yes. the first to jump into this concept with the Impossible Burger, is now venturing into plant-based chicken sandwiches with, with help from Impossible Foods. So, Good. Rich, you're nodding like maybe you read this one. This is according to vegnews.com. BK will offer an original chicken sandwich. Now, those of us who are vegan know it's spelled oh, C-H-I-K-A-N. What did you say, Eric? I said, let's F and go. I want the chicken sandwich. I love the chicken I mean, sandwiches, but now. They're starting off at some locations in Cincinnati, Ohio today. So this was a new story. And it can be fully plant-based by ordering without mayo. So right now it's vegetarian. And yep. I can't, I have to admit, I have a problem giving up the mayo, but I'm sure there's vegan mayo. I got to figure out how to make it though. Rather than there is vegan it. mayo. You can make your own. Otherwise, you could buy it. In fact, it's called Hellman's, fucking mayo. Yeah, no, Hellman's actually <laughs> makes. <yeah>. They do. <laughs> Hellman's, Hellman's makes, makes a, a a vegan mayo. Um, as does like uh, like if you go to like a Kroger grocery store, they got like uh, I think it's called like Simply Organic or Simple Truth or some some brand like that. They they have a, a vegan mayonnaise as well. So they are out there. They are available and they are good. Um, as well, it actually tastes just like mayo. 
So you, you could take this is what I do with like the impossible Whopper. I order it with no mayo. Then we'll take it home and put some vegan mayo on it and then ah. eat it. And that's that's how I beat the system right there. But kudos to Burger King. You're right. Burger King is not only so far ahead on this, they have entire green restaurants in Germany right now, Burger King does. Really? And what I mean by that is, so it's like they use sustainable energy. They use, they don't use plastics um, in any of their things. And everything on the menu is vegan as well. And so it's like Burger King, think Burger King, but instead of the red and yellow type logo, it's green. Oh, and, cool. And it's pretty cool. And they got multiple locations in Germany. And they've done it for a time. Like in other countries, like in England and stuff like that, where they do it for like a month at a time, they go green. Um, and the Europeans, again, are way ahead of us on all of this stuff. Way so ahead. we got to keep, yeah. keep McDonald's moving. McDonald's is falling further behind. Yeah, McDonald's well, has I've, tried we, it. Yeah. That's go coming ahead. up. You, you on. on and you got to listen to my story. So oh, we don't want to scoop you, Sarah. <laughs> well, we don't. Hey. I, I got to speak up here. But anyway, however, and we don't need to go there. As with its other meatless items, Burger King does have to note that while the chicken is plant-based, it shares equipment with the animal-derived items. It does, now, yeah. with the chicken sandwich, hopefully that's not as gross. It isn't as gross to me. So Impossible Foods, they have a much greater mission. Their goal is to create viable placed ban... One more time, Sarah. Plant-based <laughs> you got this, alternatives sir. to all animal products by 2035. So they're, they've done a lot. They're moving. So back in back to Burger King, though, in 2019 is when they did that impossible Whopper nationwide, the one you're talking about bringing home mm -hmm. and putting the vegan mayo on. Since then, the option is on many options, except McDonald's is one of the only fast food chains. The rumor, though, is that they're testing out the McPlant. Yeah. Oh my God, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> no, though. okay. I'm sorry. That's, I laughed so hard. I mean, you got to put mix something in, you know. I don't want to make fun of a, of a, of a, you know, an effort by any means, but right. really the Mick plant that makes me yeah. think it's That's just the laziest name. A right. Well, uh, but it, okay. So a little background on this, because I've been following this McDonald's saga and they've been having problems with McPlant. Um, the hamburger so, burglar's about to be out of a job. So. Yeah. They used, they used beyond <laughs> meat instead of impossible meat. So Burger King got Correct. in with, with impossible McDonald's is using beyond. Now they have toyed with names. One of the names that they originally had come up with from McPlant was McVeg. But the problem with McVeg, that's exactly the problem. <laughs> there were people that were turning it into that and calling it McVeg. And before you know it, yeah. I still like it better than McPlant. <laughs> yeah, but but they, they were, so they didn't do McVeg. Um, they went with McPlant. McPlant just sounds really bad. Um, it, they, there has to be a catchier name. There's got to be something better. And I don't know why it has to be associated with plants. You could just call it whatever the hell you want. I mean, They've you could got call so it much the, dang money. Don't they have someone in marketing with a greater creative brain than McPlant? Right. God help us. I, I, I mean, you, right? you you got the 
the Big Mac. I mean, it could be you, you, you could throw any kind of name out there that the, the quarter pounder doesn't have Mick in it at all. You know, it's not the mm. Mick quarter pounder or the quarter Mick pounder or, you know, it's just a quarter pounder. So you could call it whatever the hell you want to call this. Like it doesn't have to have Mick in it, but they, they really are really focused on this Mick thing. And maybe there's well, a better name. The but... Beyond a Mac or something like. Yeah. Something like that. The Mick. Beyond. There you go. Or, I mean, anything sounds better than Mick plant. I just, it conjures up the things. Mick, the Mick veg thing. Like. You can laugh about it. They could probably have fun with that. Just take some comedians, put out ads. It's still veg, but you know. Exactly. It could be like a Super Bowl ad. Very intimate with the way they eat that burger. (laughs) That's all they have to say. (laughs) They would give a new meaning to eating out. That's exactly it. We just solved their problems. <laughs> really, though? There are all kinds Again, of puns that you could do with that. Yeah. Any news is good news. I think that's what they should do. Yes. All right. So according to <laughs> moving on. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm, <not. laughs> I'm stuck. On oh, I'm catch my all right. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, one more time. This is interesting. I don't know her, but I'm guessing, Rich, you do. According to plant-based news, the Food Network, and this is a big deal. They're a big network, will soon have its first vegan cooking show. That is yes. pretty cool. It's going to be called It's Complicated. It's hard to say, but it's Complicated with a P, hosted by internationally adored vegan food. Foodie is her you know, name. Tabitha Brown. Yes, so and I love how I've Tabitha. seen this. That sounds familiar. She has got that? like a million billion followers on YouTube Wait or whatever. And, yeah. So she became famous in 2017 for a video that went viral. Um, she, if you go find her, it'll say she's um, IMDb. Isn't that what it's called? She's an actress as well. The but she was internet an Uber movie driver. database. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So she was an Uber driver, and during a shift, she stopped and Whole Foods. And recorded this video of her eating something oh, that was vegan. Oh, yes. I remember okay? that video. And had that on TikTok. And it just blew up, right? Went really, really viral. So she now has more than 8 million followers across her social media networks, which is phenomenal. And it all started with this one video. She also has two book deals. Smart lady. The first, Feeding the Soul, became a number one New York Times bestseller. Now that is a book I need to go find. She I don't is know what a, the second like, one is. Success story in America. Like she also has a, a home decor line at Target. Holy cow! Yeah, You're kidding. She's a big deal, and so it, it's kind of a big deal that that they're doing this. Eight million followers on social media is a very yeah. high number uh, across the board for sure, and definitely beats the number that we have at the Real Men Eat Plants podcast. We're almost no. <laughs> You know, no. we actually just did start posting some videos over the weekend um, that I put up there, and I'm really bad at the video editing, but uh, I'm getting the the uh, videos up there. I think we're up to six six subscribers so far on our way Woo! to eight million to pass Bro. Tabitha Brown. <laughs> so um, if you get a chance, find us on YouTube and subscribe today. I'm going to throw some more videos up there as well. But uh, yeah, the Alexandra Paul one is up there from uh, Baywatch when she joined us. So you can see that one in Austin Aries, who was our first Guess video. Guess what, bitch? You got seven. All of that. Yo, seven now, see? <laughs> growing, man. We're They're growing day as we by day on, on our way to 8 million. Hey, hang at on, this hang on, pace, boys. Holy cow. We'll be at 8 million in no time. So, yeah. yeah. Tabitha Brown, that looks, like a, that looks like a show I'm going to watch. 
on yeah on food so it, 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 the interesting thing is they're going to have like a celebrity chef i don't know celebrity chefs how to spell us uh, pronounce this menit shawan and along nope. with that person a panel of guest judges all of whom have different dietary needs that are within the vegan world or requests so that will be how the plant-based food is served and it'll be just like those fun cooking shows. So, yay. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, this is starting to gain traction, in, including like on MasterChef with uh, Gordon Ramsay and on Hell's Kitchen. They've had vegan chefs now. And so this is starting to become a thing. Little by little, us weirdo vegans are creeping into the mainstream here and there. But I think one thing that they're kind of proving is you could have some really good food that's vegan. Like my wife made last night. So she made kind of this pork roast thing. And this pork roast was mostly made out of tofu and jackfruit um, and then spiced up. And it has like the texture of meat and had that with some kluski, which are Polish, um, which is kind of like a, uh, I don't even know how to, uh, to to describe a kluski. It's like a pillow of goodness, but it, it's flour and potato. Maybe like a Polish gnocchi is the way to yeah, think I was gonna of, say that. of that. And then we have some green beans that we got over in Cambria from like a, a farm that was nearby and some pickled beets. And it was a true Polish dinner, uh, Sunday dinner, but vegan style. And it was absolutely wonderful. But you, you could do some great stuff um vegan cooking right now and it's kind of cool to see that there's now shows that are you know revolving around it as well so that people can actually learn how to do it and learn that we don't just sit here eating you know grass which is mostly what we get people <laughs> think it's it's salads all the time i am proof the that same, it is the not. same old jokes too yeah always it's always the same so but rich i think right. your wife should write a cookbook yeah well i'm trying to get her to do videos i think that would be yeah, excellent i mean good. Yeah, my is wife's a TikTok? really good cook. She is not. She doesn't do any social media at See, TikTok all. TikTok would get it. You can't find her anywhere. She hates Aww. all social media. She hates anybody on social media, it seems like, too. She's got, like, a real, real hatred of all of it. But That means I, she's perfect for it. It's going to be, yeah. like, I don't know how to say, like, grumpy Polish lady, but, you know, like. I think I think the, the thing she's Polish turned off to lady. Yeah, I was trying to talk her into doing the videos, but also trying to talk her into doing the videos like with, you know, sexy underwear on, and then she, she kinda revolted against that. She was she was thinking that was maybe not. Yeah, that's and so now I can't talk <laughs> her into have doing radio. <laughs> She got she got kind of mad at me with her Polish accent, and uh, that was it. So I yeah, you like it to, to talk her into it? Yeah, yeah. Well, getting her mad every once in a while is a lot of fun. So, uh, all right, Sarah, do we have time for one more? Or is that it? That's we're the news? done with news for that the day. That is the news. All right. Uh, remember to check us out online, realmeneatplants.com, and go there and subscribe to uh, our podcast by. Uh, what the hell do they call it? Uh, supporting. Yeah, become a supporter today. Hit the uh, donate button and you can help donate not only to the podcast, but to Paul's party uh, with Paul Palooza coming up here at the end of the week, right? Holy cow. It is Next just, uh, weekend, yeah. Yeah, it is just coming up upon us quickly. So um, great job, everybody. Again, like or subscribe today to our YouTube channel and also wherever that you get podcasts. And we will see you tomorrow.